And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glovers Cast. Yes, we all know you've tuned in to find out about the midweek one-all draw with Altrincham. Or perhaps you're here to hear us talk about what we're expecting from Darren Sahl's return with Woking this weekend. But whatever it is we end up talking about, it will be me, accompanied by... Who do I go to first? Alphabetical order, Mr Ben Barrett. I do normally win the alphabetical order game. Very Ah. often do I win that. Double B. He's got a bit of a, th- a croaky voice tonight, folks. So, so be kind to him, won't you? Don't, don't ask him to sing or shout or anything like that. And uh, just behind him, in alphabetical order, it is the boss himself, Mr. Ian Perkins. I'm not having that. I'm not having boss. <laughs> boss you. man. I'm not, I'm not having that. He's only just behind us alphabetically either. Yeah. Well, I don't a, know. I, I ain't like, that oh. far behind B. We work in a surname-based industry. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> what industry is that then? <laughs> we're working quite different industries, I think. But uh, there we go. I think we all work in communications. Well, I guess we do in one form or another, <laughs> don't we? I'd have thought, yeah. Very similar industry. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe slightly different product range, but yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, we all we all misery in one way or another, don't we? <laughs> And here we are to bring more. No, no, we're not going to bring misery, are we? We're going to bring... What are we going to bring? A new, era, a new era of the Glover's cast. Can I just say, Ian is gesticulating wildly whilst he says that, yeah? <laughs> His arms are spread like, uh, you know... He's um, giving a wide as an umpire. Yeah, that's how exactly. wide his arms were spread. That's how wide he was, yeah. The yeah. wide down leg I, side. I was thinking more about Andy Dufresne in... Uh, Shawshank Redemption, is he? Uh, I was going to go Angel of the North, but maybe that's just my geographical bias. Or yeah, what's uh, Christ the Redeemer, isn't it? Over Rio de Janeiro, that could be. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah. Angel of the North's closer than Christ the Redeemer, yeah. but yeah. But uh, I mean, we're going to talk about statues later. I think. I think there's some questions on the subject <laughs> of statues, so we'll come to those. We'll come to those. So, um, so yeah, Altrincham, uh, one old draw. Um, should we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, we drew one all. Right, move on. Brilliant, move on. <laughs> yeah. A subdued first half, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. We did not, I think, well, we started all right. Alex Fisher should have scored in the second minute. Um, that chance, my internal voice was screaming, lace the thing. Yeah, um, and he just kind of like dangled his toe at it, didn't he? Yeah, but my BBC voice was like, probably should have done oh, that's that. unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just a gentle part of the keeper. That would have set us off nicely. But um, I thought Altrincham in the sort of first 20 minutes or so looked very classy, good on the break. Lovely, weren't they as well? um, Tyree Sinclair was just absolute energy. Just, oh, here he is running with the ball, carrying it all the way to the other end. 
Um, looked a good team. They looked confident as we looked not very confident. Um, and the goal, man. I was going to say, to the extent that they looked so good that we thought, well, let's just give one of their biggest players a free header inside the box. So we like completely, completely unmarked. But yeah, yeah that was disappointing, that goal. Um, and I, I mean, I think they probably deserve to be one up. I think that turn, um, was it Linny who turned Bevan inside out? And uh phenomenal save from Grant Smith, but somehow the referee thought it was a goal kick at first before the linesman was like, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a worldy save. Yeah. Um yeah. You and Ian on commentary, the other Ian mentioned mentioned it, called it a save, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, because it was, yeah. <laughs> it's a good reason for closer to it than we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a yeah, a phenomenal save. And then yeah, I think they sort of edged that first half. We did a phenomenal clearance of the line by Owen Bevan as well later. Yeah, yeah. Nearly lost his leg on the post, but uh, we, I think, we did okay with the ball, but it was never sort of, well, we're cutting through. Here we go. There was another, the keeper didn't have a lot to do other than that first one from Fisher. But again, as is the case with us, second half after a bit of a, can I just ask something at this point? Please Is do. Edwin Agbaji our new long throw champion? Because I know there's a few long throws from him. Yeah. He's I, a new Charlie Lane. And he hasn't done long throws, really. No, but he I, did. I, and it was, a, it was a record. And I, I don't think I said it at the time, probably because Ian was talking, um, but I did. I was thinking, we haven't seen many long throws. We always go short, but now we've got, Edwin Agbaji sort of instructed to get it in mixer and mix it. He did. And it, there was a couple of like flick ons and stuff that, you know, second balls and all that kind of jazz that didn't really happen in the end. But it was certainly, oh, yeah, we liked Tom Knowles throws, used to throw it long. Oh. Yeah. See, I went Charlie Lee, you went Tom Knowles. But well, that, yeah, that, don't fall in love with footballers, Dave. No, no. Um, love you, Charlie. Yeah, we. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a thing that I thought, oh, we need goals. We're going to try and just launch it in the box now and pick up, what's that classic Sunday league shout? First and seconds! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hope you get something. But yeah, we had the rocket in the second half and dominated the ball. You and mentioned it in your... Sorry. Yeah, like I said, you mentioned it in your conclusions, but Lawson Diaf looked a completely different player in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, I thought in the first half there was those there was a couple of times where he got caught like just and looked really not weak on the ball, but almost like the Altrincham player wanted it more and just nicked it off him and ran and he didn't really it was a bit like he was running through treacle to get back. And uh, I had a chat with former Glover's Cast Quiz champion Rob Manley at half time about, you know, and he was like, Oof, doesn't look it's not having a great game. But then that second half, there was one moment where I forget who he took on, but he just ran away from them like they were <laughs> they were not even there. It was like, oh, I haven't seen him do that for a little while. And he got he got crossing as well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he just really seemed to up it in that second half. Um and they all did. They all looked they all looked a lot better. How did the two Bristol City loanees do? Neither of them completed the 90 minutes. I was really impressed with ours. 
on debut up at York. How did how did they two get on, especially in a Worthingtonless and Stauntonless team? Um, so ours had a couple of there was a couple of forward bits of play in the first half where he ran forward inside and a pass was played to him, but he didn't do. It was like that quiet midfielder who you don't notice. Yep. I think he didn't really. He did. He went about his job, kept the ball ticking over, but didn't do anything massively noticeable. Palmer Holden looked to be. I, I mean, I didn't see him at York, but he looked more ready from what you guys said about how he was sort of bullied off the ball a bit. To me, he looked like he thought, "Oh, hang on, I've been, <laughs> I've had a game now, and I've sort of figured out this a little bit." and was a bit more forthcoming to pick up the ball and gave himself a yard on a defender so he wasn't particularly pushed. There are a couple of just inexperienced bits where he, you know, lets go of the ball a little bit late or a little bit early. Um, he's got something about him, but he's young, isn't he? And I don't think he's going to come in and score. <laughs> he's not going to score us 15 goals this season, but he and Fisher... I mean, Mark Cooper said after the game, didn't he? It was a two big lads up top and be direct. That yeah, he didn't have a Mark Ellis keeping them very quiet either for auction. Auction don't have that. I think I'm right saying they don't have that. Been there and done it. Been around the block 35 times. Time defender. They've got a fairly young defensive, I seem to recall. Yeah, I mean, they did have. I mean, Lewis Baines was massive and obviously James Jones who scored their goal was a, a big guy too so they weren't particularly it wasn't like they had shorter players but they just played a different way really I thought Isaac Marriott was for me he he stood out just in that midfield he was he was like Darren Way used to be for us in the sharp in the tackle like took a kick because he knew he was going to get a free kick for it um Fizz the ball around nicely as well. He he really did look the part. I thought he was very good. Um, yeah, they they looked a good side. But that second half, we yeah, they didn't really cause too many problems. I think there was one chance for Hulme in there. Sort of he brought it down inside the eighteen yard box. Had to move around a few players before he got a shot away. But other than that, it was one way. Um, I want to ask about the red card. Because Jones, after being sent off, seems to argue with the ref. <laughs> and I think you should congratulate back. him for the save, I think. I've watched it back. It's the most blatant handball on the line I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. What was he arguing about? And what, what, why, why, what, what was he doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know that like footballer thing where you know you've kicked the ball out, but you still go, Sarbo ref. <laughs> I think it was that. I think it was just, you know, <laughs> what else can I do? Like when Stephen Taylor blocked the ball with his hand and he went down like he'd been shot. And it was, <laughs> it was just one of them. <laughs> but yes, it was pretty blatant. But Marks, Marks are trying. Let's give Marks a try. <laughs> but that was a nervy penalty. It was a long time. I, I... I was more nervous about the time. I wasn't nervous about. JMD taking it. I was nervous about the time it took. There was just forever where they were waiting on a football. Yeah, I just Ryan, give him a yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah, 
I was nervous only because I it felt like a huge moment. It wasn't like Alex Fisher's where, you know, oh, if he scores this, he gets a hat trick. It was like, shit, we need to score this goal. <laughs> we need a point here. Now they're down to 10 as well. We need to get something. And if we don't score this penalty, they're just going to bank up and we'll struggle to break them down. So it was quite a big moment. And, you know, Sim- similar yeah. situation to the penalty scored at Dagenham in as much as the player got sent off there and there was a long time in between that. I think he's got ice in his veins, isn't he, uh, JMD? <laughs> I think so. He's pretty. I and he did his when he did his uh, post match. He was, you know, very assured and very calm. Thought he was always going to do it. It's a good penalty, wasn't it? A great penalty against a big keeper as well. Mm-hmm. Unit in goal. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and I know Mark Cooper was. You know, he, he said he thought we should have gone on to win it. I think there's that header from Fisher, which. Is a really good header, but how he manages to get that on target from that position, it's such a like, he just has to contort himself to get it towards goal. I think had it gone in, it would have been an unbelievable, unbelievable bit of skill. But I can't think of, there was, was there another save Burn made from a cross? I don't know if that was before the penalty or after the penalty. Well, we had, we had six shots on target of which the vast majority were in the second half. Yeah. And others off target as well. A couple of long ranges. Lawson D had a couple of long ranges, didn't he? Yeah. And I just, I remember, I remember grabbing that stat at the end when I was sort of just sort of wrapping things up at work, thinking, I can't remember the last time we had six shots on target. That's <laughs> yeah. a genuinely good effort. And that'll yeah. do me. Like, you can't ask much more than that. You know, you can draw nil-nil and have no shots on target. I've had, I've come on this podcast and ranted about having no shots on target in a game. <laughs> if you if your keeper has a worldie and you pull off six shots on targets, plenty of opportunities. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna moan too much. He the keeper has no right to get to that thing from Fisher. By the way, he does incredibly well to even get close to it, let alone yeah. whip it around the post. Yeah. It's a very, very good save. And, and as you pointed out, it was good to Fisher could even get his head in the position to get that on, on goal. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to moan too much about having shots on target when, when you are able to pull out that many. Yeah. And I think I was happy with a point. I don't know about you, I don't know about you guys, but if I, I would have taken a point going into that game given the form they were in and the form we were in, it felt like we needed to do just get something out of it. I know we were at home and you'd want to, you always want to win those, but it was a rock stopper. Yeah. I think the feeling that we had, especially after York and Maidenhead, it just felt like anything from Altrincham would have been great. So, Yeah. I was happy. Going to try and back it up though. Going to try and back it up. Dave's giving the thumbs up. Double thumbs, thumbs up. up, that was. <laughs> thumbs yeah, up. well, yeah. Well, you can speak on a podcast rather than... Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, I was... Uh, yeah, no, I was pleased, like you say, against a good old Trinham side who were um, in good form. They'd won four out of their last five, I think. So, in very good form. Looked very good in the first half from your... Com- well, watching it on the on the live stream, your commentary and, and everything. So, yeah, I... I 
I'd have taken a point um, uh, every day. I mean, obviously, when we were looking at the fixtures a few weeks ago, and we were talking about uh, Maynard and York being the biggies that we really needed the three points from. Um, yeah, we needed that, I think. But obviously, there were um, there was a a, a bit of a, a bit of a lift pre-match, wasn't there? Um, <laughs> quarter to. Well, uh, just just about six minutes before the team news came out, didn't they? To the extent that I was making tea and I missed it completely. And it wasn't until Ben rang me up and said, can you do something about the takeover? And I was like, is there a takeover? <laughs> That's how did on you, the bowl I was. Did you ring him up? So I was minutes I was minutes away from going on air. And I had, my, I had my app open to do the team news and make a little graphic thing. But I was like, I hope this team news turns up on time because I'm back on air in like five minutes. And I've got to talk for the rest of the evening. And I, all, all I was sat, I was sat, I had my phone closed, but I had the notification pop up. YTFC is tweeting. I was like, ah, there you go. There's my team news. They've gone early. Cheers, Sam. They've gone early. 6.42. Excellent. What? <laughs> Corner flag. Hey, what? Yeah. What, um, what exactly is an SU Glover? And why is what it exactly is a stewardship? Oh. Yeah. And I'm sat there thinking... <laughs> I'm back on air in four minutes, and I can't really tell the dude who I'm taking off from on air. Yeah, can you just hold on for ten minutes? Um, a rugby what player. I, just... I look at dictionary.com for the word stewardship and what it actually means. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got the time to explain what a Matt Ugler is or who a Paul Saki <laughs> is doing in Somerset. I'm on air in a minute or two, so I, I literally ran and grabbed my my bottle of water from the um from the kitchen area, and then I was like, "Hi, Dave. Um, I'm about to go on air." But you rang happened. me once before, uh, just slightly before, and I answered it, and I was cooking, and I was shouting at the phone, "Hello, Ben!" Hello. And I went, "You're not there, are you?" And then hung up, and then he rang back again. So yeah. <laughs> I, I was having a nightmare with my butter chicken at that point. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. <laughs> I ended up throwing it away and starting oh. again. I did. I did. It was that bad. How did you get a butter chicken wrong? Well, let's let's not go there, eh? Let's not go there. It's a bad time for all of us. <laughs> We all make mistakes, Ben. How, was was the second butter chicken better? The second butter chicken was better. I think I need to use a different type of salt, though. It, it had that um, that rock salt. Different type of butter. A different type of butter. No, no, no. Clotty cream. Clotty cream in a butter chicken, Ben. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so no cookery chicken. for the insane. <laughs> 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 that's a title an SU please, write, please write that down <laughs> for the insane um we i pulled up and i was uh winding up ryan jones i was like oh golden gamble because ryan jones now does the golden gambles <laughs> he was on parking duty this week um and he thought so earlier when i'd seen him and i'd said uh oh are you drinking the vodka tonight because the announcement about the AU Vodka partnership, and he thought, responsibly, he thought I was saying takeover's gone through. Let's get on the beers, right? Um, and then, so I saw I had a chat with him, and then I walked to the stadium and had the text to say, "Oh, this this has gone through." So then I ran back to Ryan. I was like, "Ryan, it's gone through. <laughs> get the focus. <laughs> get on the AUs." Um, were you the living embodiment of the office meme of it's happening, it's <laughs> happening? Everyone, they fucking can't. <laughs> um, no, I wasn't, uh, but I definitely skipped in to Jewish Park. Um, skipped in. Yeah. Uh, now, everybody spent Thursday, uh, Tuesday, sorry, getting very hung up on the word stewardship, didn't they? 
and uh and and, and to the extent that i think uh, i can't remember who it was but someone in our dm sent us an article about how when roman abramovich um was uh, thought that the government were going to take chelsea off him and he uh, put it into a charitable trust and and that was referred to as a stewardship but then uh, I think it was Matt Crivelli pointed out that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney at Wrexham talked about how they considered themselves stewards of the club and not that, which obviously since they are uh, light on stewards, to be fair. If they can <laughs> we put are on on. Well, I thought a stewardship might be a ship of stewards coming in, you know, like, uh, I, I mean, we're in landlocked Somerset, it's probably not really going to get that far, is it? But we could have gotten to like Western Supermare or something, couldn't we? But, yeah. I mean, um, you just sent us Gandalf memes. Yes, yes, exactly, yeah. Stuart. <laughs> you are, you are uh, no former class, class quiz champion Rob Manley also messaged me and said, um, all I can think of is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, Stuart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we've got a bit of clarity today as we're recording on the whole stewardship and yeah. perhaps custodians was a, would be a better word and how they saw their ownership of Yeovil Football and Athletic Club Limited. Yeah. So to, to, to Matthew Ugler and Paul Saki. To read the quote um, from the interview with Sheridan on BBC, he said, stewardship is the right word because I think the fans own the club. They're the ones who keep it alive. It's been here over 100 years. 100 20 something years actually Matthew um, and uh, it will be here long after we've gone so I don't think it's appropriate to call ourselves owners maybe custodians is a better word and he repeated that didn't he in the um, interview that was on the club um, YouTube as well mm. which yeah what were what were your conclusions from have you had a chance to listen to things and read things Ben I have and it's not it's now the second time that Brian Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are going to get a shout out on this podcast, which I don't like. Um, you don't it, like the podcast or you don't like shouting out? Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd rather not answer that question. Um, <laughs> if I answer, I'm in trouble. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in trouble. I'd prefer not to speak. Um, I think listening to, I watched the, I watched the Rex and documentary thing and the words that Matt Ugler used echo a lot of the words that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney have used that have gone down so well in that particular community. And it is simple language. It is positive language. It is saying we are custodians of your football club. It is saying I can say whatever I like, but it's the actions that will count. And that's it. it's almost exactly what some of those said. It's, you know, um, uh, it's kind of a mission statement. I think that the, a lot of those words are echoed. Um, do you know what I first noticed when I when I watched it? They're wearing hoodies. <laughs> They've not got suited and booted. They've got the hoodies on. They're just chilling out. They're just having a great time. They've got the dog walking around the, the stands. And so it just feels like in two small snippets, just a weight has been lifted off of a football club. Your owner's chilling out in trackies. You got a rugby player just chilling out, just probably throwing a rugby ball up to himself in the hallway, thinking about how he's going to make the world better. You got, you got just this relaxed. Can <laughs> you make the world better with a rugby ball? Uh, it's questionable. Um, but you know what I mean. Trying to make the world better with physiotherapy and sports yeah. science, and yeah. even that, even that, it's 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 the it's the tangible things. It's I'm not just going to give you a physio because you need a physio. It's hang on, can I give you a physio 
and a strength and conditioning coach to go alongside Scott Wickens, the sports science guy, to go alongside a doctor. That's a 14 medical staff that's now suddenly helping out this patched up squad being put together. That is a practical, easy to understand, tangible benefit that's been enacted inside 48 hours. We're here to help. We're here to make things better. Yeah, things are going to take time, but actually there's a couple of easy wins we can get on with right now. And here's a two extra bodies that are going to make these squads life easier not just now but throughout the rest of the season and into the following couple of seasons do you know it what was, i like go on tell me what you like that they were clear how they've both moved to the area they've it's, been in all week they'll be in all week they are there and so that your point about trackies and all that sort of stuff it almost feels like they're like mucking in like on the coal face like yeah they're not, suited and, they're not suited and booted because they're, you know, throwing yeah. a rubber ball around, figuring out how to make the world better. Even Stuart Robbins took his tie off. <laughs> and, and you know the thing? The thing is, I don't think that's deliberate either. But I mean, no. and if it is... Oh, it's it, it's it makes not you manufactured. Feel... You're right. You're absolutely exactly, right. Exactly, yeah. I think that's just them. I mean, we don't know him from Adam, do we? Whoever Adam is. But we, you know, they, they, they strike you as that's just who they are and that's the way they are and... Fair enough. Take it, you know, take them all even. But I think the point that you made there, Ben, about and I mean, I tweeted it, and every a lot of people have said it. The thing I like most about everything they've said is judge us on what we do, not on what we say, and mm. that's exactly what it is. After everything we've been through, like you say, Wrexham the same. After everything they've been through, people don't want to hear words; they want to see people doing things. And like you said, Ben, in twenty-four hours, a uh, forty-eight hours, sorry. They got a physio, got a strength and conditioning coach, and they're talking about bringing in some players for the weekend. That is more than the previous owners Chip did, has done for months. Certainly, you know, it, well, he'll have brought players in and <laughs> brought physios in, and then physios have left. But you get the impression that they've done that. Click your fingers. I mean, Ian asked Mark Cooper, didn't he, after the game? And Mark Cooper said, "Oh, well, it's not that easy." <laughs> but I think, but as was mentioned in the YouTube on the club's YouTube interview, if you've got someone who's got the contacts, it probably is that easy, and you're willing to give them a a package which recognises their talents. It ain't rocket science, is it? No, and it it's it's an easy it's an easy win, but it also signals of. Here's what we can do. And then they talk about community. Uh, Matt's already tweeted about, yeah, let's do the fans forum. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Communication We're, as well. He, he, that, he yeah. said the metaphorical door is always open. Brilliant. That You cannot ask Sounds anymore. like it goes to Narnia or something, doesn't it? That a metaphorical door. It was a hypothetical door rather than a metaphorical door. Oh, was it? Oh, hypothetical. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Where do you think that takes you to? Not an alternate dimension. Mm, wherever and you it, Wherever you want to hypothetically go, I would. Presume. Okay, but it's it's yeah. I I I liked the conversations. Um, they were honest about the fact that the ink isn't dry, but they were stood in Yeovil branded gear inside the halls of Hewish Park, um, and they said, "We've seen everything we need to see. We're ready to proceed. We are very certain." Is what he said. Very certain. You cannot get much more certain than that. Um, what do you what do you think, Ian? What do you think when when he says the the um you know the ink isn't dry and the deal is not done? Because a few people have picked up on, on on that. What do you think it is that's stopping it from being dry? Do we just need to blow on it or <laughs> air dryer? Hey, 
surely i mean you know we don't know do we but i is it not it feels like it's just the the formalities of you know updating details on company's house and i mean they wouldn't be doing what they're doing unless they were you know this is done now like this isn't rob kuhig at lanes in a glover's trust scarf saying i'm gonna take over this is i'm here i've got the merch on i'm talking to players that merch by the way is half price now in the club shop if anyone's interested is it yeah. It's probably gone up in price now that now it's been seen by match one. Yeah. Now Barbell. greatest hits radio have been down to Hewish Park. Oh yes. yes. Those guys, they're always there though, aren't they? I'm sure yeah. they're yeah. Yeah. Where have you guys been for the last year? Yeah. We'll catch you up, don't worry. We'll yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll let you know what's been going on. Don't worry. We've got it all at hand. But but in, in, in response to the question from Sheridan about um is there still work to be done on this transaction before you're in charge, Matt replies. We're in charge. We're in the building, as you can see. Um, we're making all the decisions. There is a piece of the deal to be done, but we've seen everything we need to see. We're certain it is done. We've moved to the area. So as far as we are concerned, this is our club and we're in charge. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> you can't be more definitive than that. Can you? <laughs> yeah, I don't pretty, yeah. yeah. And are we, are we allowed to be a little bit, are we allowed to say a nice thing about Scott? What? You can. Well, I know. I'm just thinking. At some point, he must have given the go-ahead for them to come in and make decisions before the ink was dry. Now they wanted to come in and start making decisions and start making things better. Am I allowed to play devil's advocate and say he's gone? Yeah, okay. I've seen everything I need to see. He's gone. Yeah, okay. You spend your money rather than me having to spend mine. <laughs> There's the yeah. No it's a fair point. Okay. No I was I was trying to play devil's advocate. Nothing more than that. Did get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're banned. Yeah. <laughs> no, not um, again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I think today has obviously calmed people yeah. massively because yeah. yesterday it was just, what does anything even mean? I'm <laughs> <laughs> questioning why, why reality words? itself. Yeah. Yeah. Why are words? Yeah. They're just symbols on the screen. They don't mean anything. What is time? <laughs> Yeah, and just like some of the like, and I said it to you. I've said it to loads of people. It's like if you Google the definition of gaslighting, mm. that is what Scott Priestnell has done to supporters of Yeovil Town Football Club under his ownership. Like, maybe I should look it up while I'm here, and we can is it, is it tell the one? listeners of the world. Go on, come on, Su- come yeah. on, Susie Dent, talk to me. Yeah. Who? Susie Dent. I just, I just write that title down. <laughs> Come on, Susie Dent, talk to me. <laughs> uh, gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a person or group causes someone to question their own sanity, memories, or perception of reality. People who experience gaslighting may feel confused, anxious, or as though they cannot trust themselves. Is that not Wednesday? Is that not what happened on Wednesday? <laughs> That's Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I say I particularly enjoyed you call it gaslighting? <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> right. I realise I, I realize that there's people listening who would call it exactly that, and they're like, yeah. what is this guy talking yeah. about? All of right. Chad, like, what? What? <laughs> what is wrong with anything that was just said? I thought, <laughs> I thought gaslighting was when you took a zipper light to your farts. <laughs> well, you know, that, that, that wasn't Wednesday. I promise you, that was, <laughs> that's a Monday night activity. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and I suppose the other big thing is that, you know, that from Sheridan's interview with Matt was that Scott will not be involved. He's going to resign as chairman, so and he will be gone. Um, I guess what we don't know, I know he said about it in the YouTube did he say about YouTube or in, I oh know, 100%, I think we are very certain about owning the stadium. Um, yeah. What we know is that the sort of the surrounding land will remain with South Somerset District Council. Um, with, with the exclusivity to Oval Town Holdings. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of football operations, here's how I understand it. And someone interrupt me if I'm wrong. In terms of football operations, Scott Priestnell is no more. However, Yeovil Town Holdings, which is Scott Priestnell, for the next three years, two and a bit years, will have the potential to exclusively buy back that land and do with it what he so wishes. Um, so I don't think it's the last thing you'll last time you'll hear the name Scott Priestnell on this podcast. I don't think it's the last time we'll talk about him and talk about talk to the council about him and talk to the football club about him. Um, but in terms of from a football point of view, it sounds like once he resigns as chairman, he's gone. He's done. I, I can actually, I, I just say, I don't think it is. I don't think it should ever be the last time anyone talks about him because I no. think there's, I, I, I don't think he or, and I'll say it, South Somerset District Council should be let off the hook for what has happened here because what has happened here is still happening and will still be happening. Mm. Um, and although, as we've clearly stated, as far as as far as we know, nothing illegal at all has taken place. Um, I think what has happened here is, at best, immoral, um, and at worst, well, I don't know why worst, mm. but 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 it ain't good. <laughs> Let's put it that way. At so, worst, he lit his metaphorical fart at us. He did. He did, yeah. So I don't think anybody should forget that. And when things like planning applications go in and you are a local resident, um, I, th I don't think people should forget that. And when things like local elections come round, I don't think we should forget that either. So just saying. And I am, I am the kind of man to hold a grudge, so I will remind you at the appropriate time <laughs> when you can uh, realise my grudge on oh, my part. Council sleeping with one eye open. Absolutely, yeah. You sleep with the fishies, yeah. <laughs> he lives by the sea as well, doesn't he? I do, I do now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just walked past it, didn't see any fish, it was dark. Okay. Um you think they saw me though? The fish? Mm. Probably the councillors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Peeking through um, the bushes outside the house. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> um should we talk about so obviously SU Glovers have bought the majority stake. The, the your hands up, Ben. I have a question. Okay. SU Glovers is that Saki Ugla Glovers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, I hadn't. I just thought about that right this very yeah. second. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't actually thought about it either. Uh, yeah, it's a very kinda, good point. I kind of thought that for a little while, but just never. I know he is. I know he is young, but I thought Student Union Glovers was pushing. Could <laughs> <laughs> it not be us Glovers? Twenty nine Glovers. <laughs> well, us glovers might have been confused with US glovers, and then they'll thought yeah. the Kuhigs were back. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. he's he, yeah, he's twenty nine in six days, five days. If you listen to this, it's ridiculous. Yeah, 
I did some research. Should we do the, We're going to buy him a cake. Can well, I do can, the research can, thing now? Okay. I mean, I was about to start talking about something and then you put your hand up. But Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, your, go on. No, do your thing. And then, you know, I might remember it. Oh, sorry. Um, so I was looking, because he's really young. On his day of birth, the um, number one movie in the UK was Mrs. Doubtfire. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah, but, uh, so he was born on the, at that time. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and the number one song was Mariah Carey, Can't Live Without You. Can't live. <laughs> if living is without you. <laughs> that one. It's that almost like one. Mariah herself is here. It's the Barry White version. If you remember back to a very early episode of the podcast, I was once referred to as the Mariah Carey of the really? Glovers cast. Really? That is, that's an old title. That's yeah. a very old title. If you look back through the archives, okay. I'm referred to as the Mariah Carey. Probably because I'm. Oh, because you were a diva. There you go. Yeah, I remember. I'm not, I'm not a diva. It's fine. Yeah, this was uh, probably because of Solly Hole's press box. Oh, God. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, that's all. That was all. Uh, Sheridan said to me the other day uh, if Ben ever goes to Maidenhead, he'll never complain about Solly Hole's press box again. Awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. I, I wanted to say those two things. Where were, where, oh, Dave, you're, you're old. Where where were Yeovil in 1990, <laughs> March 1994? What were they doing? 1994? We're probably almost going bust around then, weren't we? That was early. Similar early position to to we We'll call we that full we circle. Str- we were struggling at the bottom of the conference. <laughs> were we? Yeah, we were. There. A beautiful that was... synergy to this. <laughs> would, that be, would that be the Arsenal period? Around then, 93, 94, maybe? Yeah, it's got to be around then, roughly. There you go. There you go. Meant yeah, to be destiny. Synergy. Yeah, Paul Wilson and Mickey Spencer were our our strike force. Tell you what, I'd I'd back them to bag a few goals. Should we sign them on? Yeah, sign them on. <laughs> sign. Can I go back to my point that I was trying yeah, to make sorry. an hour Fine. ago? Go on then. Make um, a football points. Fine. Do it. <laughs> uh, so I'll SU sing it again, then. SU Glovers have taken over the majority shareholding. Yep. Uh, let's talk about Stuart Robbins because obviously Stuart was part of the. Press conference today with Matt and Paul. Um, obviously played a huge part in getting them into the club. Um, has been certainly in the last week or so been given a torrent of abuse on social media. Um, perhaps I don't think that's just the last week. Well, yeah, no, but specifically <laughs> after the interview on the radio on Friday. Um, I, I think Stuart's obviously played a blinder in terms of his role in helping the football club get through this period and bringing, helping bring in new owners to save the club by all accounts, I think. Um, and I think, yeah, people will probably have to eat their words a little bit. I'm sure they'll all tweet heartfelt apologies. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure that's what happens. That's what happens on the internet, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think there are people who, no matter what someone has done, um, well, would would never recognise the the good things that somebody somebody has done. And I will balance this out a little bit by saying that obviously there are situations that Stuart's been involved in that have led to not such good things, but. I would use myself um, as the, I, I'd use the John Fry analogy. Now, I would say, and a lot of people disagree with me, that John Fry 
over the course of his time at Yeovil Town was a force for good. He was a he was a good man. He was a supporter. He was he, he always tried to to do the right thing. But ultimately, as we know, the decisions that he and Norman Haywood took um, have led to um, well, the situation that we are in now with the, yeah. the division of land and, and everything as as well. So everybody does good things. Everybody does bad things. At the end of the day, you have to balance the two of them and then form your own opinion. I would agree with you with Stuart Robbins. I think he's uh, he is a supporter. I think he is a man who's got the best interest of the football club at heart. Um, I think he's a nice guy. Um, I think he has made mistakes. I think he'd admit he made he's 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 he, um, he'd made mistakes. Um, but ultimately, yeah, if he's if he's played the role, it appears he has. Um, maybe we have to chuck Martin Starnes in there as well mm-hmm. um, because. Although we haven't seen hide and hair of him or particularly heard about him, except for when we were burning the grass for uh, uh, <laughs> for the, the Altingham game first time round. We haven't heard anything from him at all, but he appears to have played a, a role in it as well. So and they've both been complimented by the manager, complimented by the new owners. So, yeah, absolutely. I think credit, credit where it is due. If you're going to give criticism where it's due, give credit where it's due to. And I think Have I balanced really- that enough? <laughs> I think so. I think we we didn't uh, a massive oversight on our part the last time we recorded because we were so into York City game that we totally overlooked the um, talking about the interview on the Friday. And I think, how do you think his extension's going? <laughs> think that's still alright. I think <laughs> at the time it was. He's like, got that fog <laughs> inside. He's double blazing. <laughs> it's a bugger to get out of that. I tell you. Sorry. Carry on. David, um, at the time, more, is it? <laughs> to me, it felt like this is an interview that's with someone who cannot say a lot and is trying their hardest to say enough without saying too much and doesn't want to, you know, rock the boat it's to the point that, I mean, the closest thing to being sort of not a pop at Scott Priestnell or, you know, the closest things are being like, oh, we're not happy about certain things was the whole, well, obviously 250 houses around the stadium will not, you know, we'll have concerns about that and like match day parking and all that kind of thing. So there was, you know, there was bits there, but it was obvious to, and I think in hindsight, people will probably look at it and think, oh, yeah, well, if this was going to happen three days later, then, <laughs> you can go and set fire to everything. It felt like it felt like a man who knew he had a lot that he was going to be able to say, but that it couldn't quite happen on that particular morning. And I will um, never criticize anyone for no. fronting up and no, speaking. Correct. I mean Isn't that David what we've asked? Mills, yeah, David Mills had to do it for John and Norman back in the day and then never went back on again. Um and yeah, and yeah, I will never, it can go as terribly as you want, but, you know, at least, at least someone <laughs> had, the, had the stones to do it. And, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And let's just hope it becomes like a, a longer term thing, because what I felt in that short snip, snippet, Claire Carter had to ask, planning permission, ownership changes, physio, form on the pitch, Mark Cooper's, blah, blah. She had to get a lot in. When actually, if it was a regular thing, the physio conversation would have happened last week and it would have been just an update 
and like yeah and those things it's like punch 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 exactly exactly if if we were you know able to talk to someone you know we'd soften them up with a you know what do you have for dinner question and then be like tell us about the land and then (laughs) you know go back what about your meal deal (laughs) now tell us about the physio yeah You know, you lull them into a extension line like or what? Yeah. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Dave's a balance cop, right? Good cop, bad cop, village idiot. Okay. Sit <laughs> the editor. We could, yeah, we could we could take any one of those roles, each of us, couldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. And so those, you know, those short snippet interviews that, you know, they've only got five minutes or so to go through it are always Difficult to, you know, communicate. Clearly, aren't they? She was not out there, was she? No. Bosh, straight in. Bosh. Okay. So we're happy. We're happy. The personal era is over. Well, the personal owning the football club era is over. And we can start a new chapter, at least. We may refer back to previous chapters, future (laughs) chapters. But is it a new book? Are we now moving from are we moving from the Fellowship of the Ring to the Two Towers? That's a Lord of the Rings book, Ben. I, I, I kind of knew that actually. Oh, okay, good. The, the two, two towers it. sound like some kind of high rise development. Um, <laughs> oh, so I was gonna, okay, I was gonna yeah. go say entrance for a new stadium. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Be more Barrett. Um, we have a lot of questions, guys. And yeah, but we'll no, but no chapter on. one of the next book, Woking, Woking at Home. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Before yeah, you go yeah. to questions, the return, right. okay. the return, the return of, of the king. Oh, is that the return of the king? Steward <laughs> does not, not give you the right yet. to deny the return of the king. <laughs> add the, add the, you're all complete plebs line in there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so Darren Sarr's coming back, Woking a third. Gunning for the playoffs. Dan Moss is brilliant. Luke Wilkinson's an absolute brick house at the back. Good times. And we're going to beat them. What's there to say? What did they do last week, Ben? I haven't done my uh, done my research yet. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Should we just do questions? They draw against they draw against Wilson and Wilson are rubbish. <laughs> they beat Bromley and Bromley are bang average. Will Altering and beat them. <laughs> Behave. Um. <laughs> They only drew with Wrexham away. Doesn't you know like Darren Sarl is going to be play, playing this in the in the dressing room. Doesn't sound like a doesn't sound like a Darren Sarl side to me. That only drawing with Wrexham away. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, third. I mean, Wrexham and Notts County above them. Who are they? Exactly. Hmm. We'll have like eight new players. I know. So yeah. maybe maybe we'll just go down and get Darren Moss and Luke Wilkins. I'll have Dan Moss. Over Ag Badgie? And they've got Lewis Simper as well. Yeah, because Ag Badgie can play anywhere. Hey, true, yeah. He played centre midfield for the end of the game on Tuesday. I'm okay with it. Wilco came out for half-time on Saturday. Sure. Uh, or No, uh, yeah. For, for Woken. Hamstring, I expect. Mm. Um, did you, before we do questions, uh, obviously Julian Jenkins released a statement as well. Last night, a very classy response to the situation. Um, and, you know, obviously was in the conversation up until December about wanting to take over the football club. Um, 
Yeah. I got an email yeah. from the Glover's Trust today. Yeah. Telling me about saying thanks to Julian Jenkins. Yeah. I thought that was a bit weird. I didn't say anything about, <laughs> about the actual new owner. But, you know, thanks to the one that isn't our owner. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think fair play. It's probably they've spent a lot of money mm. trying to make things happen and have ended up with diddly squat. Yeah. Um, I think he made a very pointed comment, didn't he, about the fact that um, they didn't have any money. Oh, yeah, the untrue um, statements about... Yeah, their... which, again, it's the it's the Donald Trump uh, definition of reality, that if someone says it, it must be true. Um, yeah. So someone had told someone that uh, they never had any money, therefore it's true. But I know I've spoken to a lot of people who've said, they didn't have the money, Dave. They didn't have the money. <laughs> That wasn't that was a bird. very, very specific that, but... accent, that one. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, um, my accent, to be honest. But... <laughs> yeah. Just just on that, I know we've got questions to get to, but I thought it was interesting that Matt, in his in both statements, both to Sheridan and to the official YouTube channel, kind of called out a bit of that, didn't he? He called out about having a negativity, said there are, to- there are toxic traits around the club. And I thought, you know, hey, this guy is not, he's not going to suffer fools, is he? So... Like, I feel like that element of unknownness and sort of, if you say something loud enough, enough times people will believe it. I'm not sure Matt's going to take any of that, which might be a half-decent way of going about your business. If he's going to go, actually, no, we're going to have everyone singing from the same hymn sheet. We're not going to deal with negativity. We're not going to deal with that. This, that, You're and the with other. us or against us, Cam. Yeah. Like, so, Ben, okay. if we don't have any shots on target, you're going to have to <laughs> fucking get on with it, all right? If we don't have any shots on target on Saturday, maybe I'm not available for Sunday's podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly worried that if we if we do get to speak with a new owner, that their their meal deal um, choice could really turn you against them. You I, could have I, I, I a bed sheet like and a spray way. can on 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 standby. I think. Is that I was going to say bed sheet or like that... then that would be a bit weird, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's about to say bed sheet and a spray can sounds like I've got a holiday coming up. <laughs> oh dear! Right. Imagine Ben tanned. I don't know if it's just because you're. I don't know, you've obviously got like a, just a bluish hue, a bluish hue. Like a bluish right hue of that one. That's just living in Leeds. That's, yeah. that's what happens when you go up north. In the north. Yeah. Cold in the wall. Um. Right. We got you, questions. Yeah. Let's have you got, on with the questions? Okay. So okay all right. I'm. I'm here with Twitter. Do you want me to go first? Well, I've got some on Facebook now. All right. Okay. Chris something, Angelo. Something important must have happened to Facebook. I've talked. Talked. Talk, <laughs> talk. talk, this isn't greatest. It's radio here, you know. Um, right. Chris Angelo. If you were the new steward of Yeovil Town, lol, would your vision for the future include Mark Cooper? Yes. Ben? Um... Yes. I'm, I'm a yes as well. So you're through, Mark. Well done. I, I mean, Matt said a thousand percent. A thousand. I was going to say, not sure there are a thousand percent, but anyway. He loves yeah. him. Says he loves um, him. Uh, will SU Glovers also be taking on the stewardship of Yeovil Town's youth teams and Yeovil Town's ladies team? It's a great question. Well, well I presume we... the youth is within the. Well, yeah, this is. Well, it depends yeah. because 
aren't the community sports trust running the like the proper kids, not like the new yeah. adults. So, but, so, but the community not the adolescents. Yeah. So the under 18s are part of the footballing setup, aren't they? Yeah. And the and everything from are they? What is it? Six the under 16s to under 11s are part of the Overtown Community Sports Trust, which is the charitable arm of the football club, and therefore is by extension part of the football club. So all the people who work for the Community Sports Trust work for the football club. So yes, I would say that their stewardship means they are stewards of those things as well. But the ladies' club is a separate entity, isn't it? Is it with Stuart Robbins and Mark? Yeah, Starr, yeah, it's a separate. It's a separate company. Oh, but they're sharing the pants yeah, but, and the logo and the things and the yeah. Stuff. But Yeovil Town Community Sports Shop is a separate company, but it's still managed and operated. We'll, and we'll ask. For. We'll ask. We'll, we'll ask them when they come on. That's a great okay. question. We'll ask it. Yeah. Get it on the get it on the document. Yeah. Okay. On the doc. Uh, Hilton Mayston says, where did the 167 get their resolve? I think that was the 167 who were at York. Um, I think most of them were drunk, actually, Hilton. Um, so that, that probably... <laughs> AU it. vodka? Or... Uh, no, I don't think AU vodka was a thing at that point. Um, I think they were drunk or, um, in my case, just stupid. So I wasn't drunk because I was driving. Um, Michael Stoney Stone asked, when is Martin Hellier on the pod? Now, we um, we have... Uh, been in contact with Martin Hellier and obviously there was a protest planned for Saturday. Uh, we're under the impression that that protest is no longer taking place because that protest was against the now former owner and from what we can pick out from what Martin Hellier said on, on social media, he seems to be relatively supportive of the new owners, I think. Darth Vader said he was turning up to that protest. So, um, Darth Vader. Darth Vader, yeah. Diego Armando Maradona was going to. I was looking forward to that. We could have put him on the pitch. Um, If you want to know him turning up to a protest, it's probably Darth Vader. It would be, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. Um, So, on the Green Army page, uh, Wayne Antonio Woolard asks discuss how all groups are going to unite together and when. Oh, there's a question, eh? Do you know what my dad, my dad used to do to me and my brother when we were kids squabbling? He'd what? say, right, you two, I'll bang your heads together and get on with it. So oh. I think we just need to all bang our heads together. And, okay. You know, not in an aggressive way. You want to do it now? He never yeah. did that. He never did yeah. that. No. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, no one <laughs> social services on his dad. But... <laughs> right. So, um, so a bit of headback. But I, I, presu- I assume that question is based around the the SAG. Yeah. And that, I think... Not the Screen Actors Guild. No. No, the Supporters Alliance group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, get them all in a room, formalise it. Get more than them in a room. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. No, I don't have time. Oh, no. <laughs> and you two can't get in the room, can you? I can get in a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can we can be on the big screen. We can be like uh, Voice of God or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ben's Ben's spray tan on a big screen. Right? Yeah, that would be disturbing. Uh, one more question on Facebook. Stephen Hallett asks, "What is going to be the attendance on Saturday?" Six thousand seven hundred twelve. I'm gonna say because Woken will bring a few. 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 Or they brought a few open the terrace. Um, I'm gonna say three thousand one hundred eighty-nine. Wow. Roughly. 
roughly. What was and it on Tuesday? 2,106. Yeah, I think we're going north of three. Just. Um, three, four, five, six. <laughs> three, four, five, six. And I've gone three, one, eight, nine. Ian? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Seven, eight, nine, Seventy-eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That extension's gone very well, very quickly. <laughs> Get them all in on the IA. Um, them at all. Right. I mean, I don't know. You'd like Get more stewards. You're gonna need that stewardship if you've got that many people. <laughs> I think we, you know, tomorrow, today as we're listening, there could be like a raft of things that say, right. A raft of those a ship. Yeah. A raft and a ship. <laughs> First game. Surely the raft is on the ship, right? First game tomorrow. Bring your mates. We got a hundred burger vans. We got, you know, the cider bus. Where are we going to put all these people and burger vans? The cider bus is coming to Hewish Park. Come the and... cider bus? Yeah, do you know what the cider bus is? Is that the adult version of the Venga bus? <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> the cider bus is coming and everybody's uh, The cider bus is a, uh, if you're listening, Matt and Paul, get the cider bus to Hewish Park just for a game. Phenomenal. There you go. It's it's a local a local thing from a cider farm nearby. Goes to Glastonbury Festival. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah. 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 Get some Nothing. cider inside you. Nothing to do with the Venga Boys, though. Sorry, yeah. Thatchers, if you're listening, but uh, yeah. They can bring a bus. They can bring a bus. It's fine. Yeah, but they sponsor everyone, don't they? They can still bring a bus. Okay. Um. Yeah. Right. That's all the I, questions from Facebook. Sounds to okay. me like HMS Pistol League has been rebranded HMS Stewardship. Yeah. <laughs> HMS just get pissed, according to the uh, cider bus, I say. <laughs> and the vodka. Maybe it's a vodka bus. Oh, God. I get messy. We've, yeah, we've got some alcoholic public transport. I wonder what Hugh thinks of, uh, thinks of a, like, a fruity vodka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's ask him. Hugh, if you're listening. Get into Hugh's Park. I don't know what will. <laughs> Yeah, give me one of them blueberry shots. <laughs> I want to make my tongue go blue. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here Blue we go. Issue. Adam. Blue issue. Blue issue. Oh. <laughs> 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 full circle. Blue issue. Oh, he's amused himself. Though. He really has. <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs> That's what he's oh, got. Amazing. Right. Okay. Um, so this is from Finley with Ugler claiming there could be a signing before the Woking game. How many do you reckon will be done by late Friday, if any? Uh, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm going to say two. And I hope one of them's striker. <laughs> I hope one of them's Alan Shearer from yeah. 1995. Um, yes, two. I don't know, no idea. Um, off the pitch, this is still Finley. Off the pitch, what is the first thing you want improved outside of owning the stadium and all the SSDC stuff? Get a physio. More consistent community work. Is it? We've got a physio now, Dave. Oh, okay, physio's in the building. Come on, he's in the building. Strength of uh, strength and conditioning coach. Got one of them as well. Yep, in yes, the striker, striker. No, off the pitch. Oh, off the pitch. Oh, okay. I'd like a concrete framework. Uh, exactly. Where, what would you like this concrete framework to sit on? <laughs> um, 
I I mean, we've done to death the things we want. Yeah. yeah. First thing. Comms. Let's have some yeah. dates in diaries for fan uh, forums. Let's have some dates in diaries for Zoom meetings. When is Matt going to come on the Glover's cast? When is he going to be on Three Valleys Radio? When When are we going to get people? How are we going to get people? How are they going to... What you know? Let's have clear, concise. What are the next steps to improve the improvements? Whether that is... <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> you said let's have clear, concise. What are the improvements to the improvements? <laughs> That's very clear and concise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I I think I tried to make a point. And then... I think you ran out of words. Yeah. So it's a good job I don't talk for a living, isn't it? No. Very good. Um, can I can I say one that I, I hope and I, I kind of hope this has happened already, but all of those people at the football club who aren't the players and aren't the manager and aren't anything else, all those people who work in the office who will have been in an uncertain place for a long time now and probably still feel a bit uncertain because they've got these new people coming in, hearing about their plans. I hope all of those people are looked after and spoken to and explained what's going on and those conversations have taken place as well. It's thoughtful, like it. I'm a thoughtful person, Ben. It's the balance. Um, Dan Cabell, how certain is fairly certain? Does it look I like... could say fairly, if I could, yeah. <laughs> Does it look like Scott has pulled an absolute blinder, got rid of the club, kept the land and all paid for by the good folk of South Somerset. Reminder for when the elections come up and when planning applications come up and if you ever see Norman Hayward or John Fry. I mean, it, on the yeah. face of I'm, it, he's got... He's, oh, yeah, yes. yeah. The, the council have facilitated a yep. phenomenal piece of work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, uh, Paul Merrifield. Am I right in thinking Scott owns nothing now apart from the rights to the buyback by from the rights to buy the land back within three years? As I have no clue who owns what anymore. <laughs> I think that's a, a summary. Yeah. Well, we can assume that if there was ninety-two percent share in Yeovil Football and Athletic Club held by Scott Priestnell prior to Stuart Robbins arriving, and he bought twenty percent. And that is 72% that Scott Priestnell previously held. And that has now been bought by SU Glovers. So we can assume that 72% SU Glovers, 20% Stuart Robin, 8% is a variety of other people. And I think it's the 92 to 8 breakdown for the holdings as well. I think shareholders, because a lot of the 8% shareholders are people who bought shares the last time we almost went to the wall, weren't they? Um because I know if you if you look through companies' house, there's there's a few people that have got big and small amounts of shares in the um in in the club as well. So, but yes, I would say that Scott is a majority shareholder in Jewish uh, Yeovertown Holdings, and yeah, the, the the rest are as we've just said there, seventy two twenty eight. That's just numbers, isn't it? That's number <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, Ryan asks imagine you are the owner looking to you are the steward looking to strengthen in the summer which three current national league players would you target no knots county or Wrexham players for extra hard mode great question 
I'd like one Max Kretschmar, please. One Dan Moss, please, because I don't think Agbardi will hang around with us. And a striker, no. Oh, word. What about someone like a. I don't think you'd get him, but Michael Cheek. Some no. approving goal scorer. Reese Brown. Andy yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Andy Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas would be a good one. Dallas. Yeah. I would like Isaac Marriott from Altrincham because recency bias, he was very good. And Ben Richards Everton. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, in an ideal world, I'd have Paul Mullin, Macaulay Langstaff, and Ruben Rodriguez, but that's easy mode. Yeah. yeah Andy Dallas cool. would be a good shout, I think. Very good shout. Yeah. Joe Sabari plays for Soleil as well, is a very good player. <laughs> I think I think he's going upwards, Joe Sabara. Yeah. I think he's got League One, League Two written on him. Um, yeah. Dallas, We're going upwards. Moss. We are, mate. Yeah, we, we are. We That's just might be a year behind you. Too, having League One, League Two written on you, isn't it? <laughs> like Jake Paul having AU Vodka on his. <laughs> Andy, Andy got rubbed off. Uh, Robin... Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Um, okay, next one because we're flying through. Robin Bachelor, what is the first concrete action you would like to see put in place by the new owners? Concrete the back of the Thatcher stand out, like the, the parking <laughs> yeah. bit to cover sort up, all the cover up the potholes on the road in from Western Avenue, I'd say. If maybe got, if you've got some concrete kicking about, that's what I'd be doing with it. <laughs> you've got yeah. concrete kicking about. <laughs> yeah, don't kick concrete about wherever. I should have saved my concrete go. framework gag for this question, shouldn't yeah, I? It would have been better, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've mentioned a few concrete actions already, haven't we? But I think um, they, they spoke today about wanting the place to be a venue and a place that people want to come. And we've obviously spoken a lot about wanting supporters, bars, and all of that. And I know that the, the whole fan zone idea kind of. Um, has, has, has fallen apart as well has, has not been heard about for a long time but i'd, I'd, I'd like to think <laughs> the moldy old fallen apart. Apart. <laughs> literally yeah you've got a strong wind um lighting farts probably but no, the, i was um, thinking about this the other day yeah. not this not lighting farts um, <laughs> I, I, like i would like to on a sunday afternoon be like ah should we go out for a burger and watch the football on the telly or Carvery. And, go and for Carvery it. at Hewish Park. Nah, Burger. And oh, okay. can we just go up to the, you know, yeah, let's go up to the football club and watch football on the telly and have a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Make, me Ladies and my mates go out for a meal. Every one Monday a month, we go out for a meal. Be nice to do that. You say, oh, let's go to the football club this week. You could do that yeah. with the ladies game kicking off at two on the pitch. Everyone in the bar having a burger and a drink. Beer and a burger. Beer and a burger. Bang on. There you go. There it is. Um, okay. You, were you going to make a serious point, Dave? No. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have any serious points. As I just come to occasionally, yeah. <laughs> um, Dexter Tyson, evening. If evening. you were to have a dinner party, which celebrity or I'm going to say sportsman or woman would you invite one being dead and one being alive 
and a fictional character. So celebrity or sports person. <laughs> one of them's dead. <laughs> You've got to have one of alive one. And a fictional character. And what meal are you going to cook? You, you, you do have to have the alive one because the dead one's not much chatter. <laughs> and it's a fictional character, dead or alive? I don't think it matters. Okay. I mean, they're fictional, Dave. They're, they're okay. either, so, 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 so I would have Diego Armando Maradona. I think he'd be good value. He's dead. Obviously, <laughs> uh, um, I'd have uh, Voldemort from Harry Potter because you know he could. He feels like he could light up the light up the room literally. Uh, and I would make really him fart. beef bourguignon. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they were just the first two thoughts. Not butter chicken. <laughs> Not butter chicken. Unless I'm I saw him, it I'm a round two of butter chicken. I've right? got a, a the round three because I threw the first <laughs> one away. Um, but no, I need to sort the salt out for that first. Yeah. <laughs> Need to get it from. I'm not going to give Voldemort salty butter chicken. Jesus Christ! Not after last time. I thought I got that. <laughs> ben, I have no idea. Ben was um, Ian was overtaken by Voldemort. Then I think fictional character. I would have. This is going to be something from children's television, isn't it? I can tell. Eagle Piggle. Very bad. I I do owe Hey Dougie a pint. Oh. <laughs> it saved me on multiple occasions. So okay. Dougie's coming around. We're gonna have a beer with Dougie. Um, I owe him. It's the least. It's the least I can do for him. Um, Pinky drinks. Uh, probably. Have I'm you here. got your beer badge? Yeah. <laughs> have you got your IPA badge? Um, I would. I would take them all onto the side of us, and we'd have we'd have food on the side of us. Okay. Well, which uh, which de- fiction? Which dead person are you bringing? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, man. Dead people. Dead person. Why are we bringing dead people back? Um. <laughs> oh, okay. If I can be serious a second, I'd I'd invite John Watson. I would have loved to have picked John Watson's oh. brain about football. He's the reason I do what I do in no small part. So I'll have John Watson, Hey Dougie, round for a cider <laughs> bus. It got very silly very quickly. Ian, you've had um, time to think about this, yeah. <laughs> but not much. Yeah, fictional character. I am going to invite um, probably Dwight from the office. York. Oh, oh yeah, good shout, good shout. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dead sports person will be. Uh, let's go for Muhammad Ali. And. Oh I'm trying to picture Dwight from the office and Muhammad Ali sat next to each other now. <laughs> That's quite a bizarre thought. And we're going to cook a chili con carne. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I think, Will it sting like I, think, a I think we covered them. I think we covered That was a difficult question, Dexter Tyson, if that is yeah. your real name. Um, Hewish U, should there be a statue of Scott Priestnell 2019 to 2023 at Hewish Park? What should it be made of and where would you put it? You don't want to know where I put it, you. <laughs> Christ. Statue. The Redeemer. Uh, <laughs> sounds painful. Um, you could put it on some part of the non-core land that makes it really difficult to build on. Yeah, make it out of like some really precious metal that mm. not be... Can I have loads of those dead newt skins around <laughs> yeah. your way? We'll coat it in newt skins. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> And I'll make it, we'll make it so that it's got like a, a bat box on it 
so that yeah. it encourages bats into the statue, yeah. thus protecting it from any form of development. Yeah. Fantastic. A newt skin, bad boxing abled <laughs> statue. There you go. You really heard it yeah. Um, Paddy Horsington, the OG, asks, How much do you think YTFC is worth? Three, four, five, six. Priceless, Paddy. Priceless. Yeah. You can't put a price on that. Well, someone probably has, but I don't uh, know. John M asks, How long after this takeover until we get an Amazon Prime documentary? And if so, which of our footballers are they going to follow around an interview? I thought we'd have more chance of getting bottles of Prime in the. Uh... In the other concession stands. Okay. <laughs> Just well, which, player would, uh, which player would you follow round? I would follow round Malachi Linton and see what these uh, <laughs> series of mild irritations have done to him. <laughs> Don Gibson was going to tell him he was crap at brushing his teeth, wasn't it? <laughs> and then that would really wind him up. You got to do that before Saturday, Don. Get him in. Um, you, you'd have a hard time following. Malachi. You'd have a hard time following Matt Worthington around. Yeah, a lot running. Yeah, media, media, he's super media trained as well. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. You'd yeah. Be knackered. You want someone who's good. I think Lawson the would be quite fun to follow around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, and I don't know if we'll get an Amazon Prime documentary. Sky, wasn't it? The Wrexham one. No, Disney. Oh, Disney. Sorry, yeah, Disney. Yeah. FX. FX. We might go um, Adam Skinner says in one sentence, sum up, <laughs> sum up the tenure of Scott Priestnell's reign at the Old Town Football Club. <laughs> That's over. <laughs> uh, gaslighting. Did I say that right that time, Dave? Gaslighting. <laughs> um, Debs Curtis says with four home games left from the end of March, that all is. Oh, I, don't want it. I don't want it to be over. Um, would it be worth reinventing the old green fly tickets to get bums on seats for our end of season running? Hang on, what? I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what a green fly ticket is. You might have to you might have to tell us, Debs. What's a green fly ticket? Is that one of the ones where like you bring a mate, you have like a ticket, and then like your mate has the other one? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of a green fly ticket. I mean neither. We're gonna have a quick Google. Um, no, it's some kind of aphid eradication device. So, I think it would be worth doing whatever is within budgets to get as many people back in. It was a mini season ticket. All right. From 2003, Yorvertown's club secretary slash insert my own, I think, yeah, absolute bloody legend, Gene Cotton, has indicated there has been big interest in the mini season green fly ticket that went on sale this week. Um, and so they can allow supporters to guarantee their seat for the final five home games of the Conference League um, from 2003. I'm reliably informed that went quite well. Um, but they had 50 quid for the final four. Imagine paying 50 quid for the final four games at home. Conference winning season. Mm. Um, I think that's a great show. I think you need to... The, the, the hypothetical door is open at Hewish Park, Debs. I think you need to go down and hypothetically kick it down. Demand a green fly ticket. Metaphorically, do it as well. Yes, and hypothetically, metaphorically, yes. I think that's a good. That's a great idea, Matt. If you're listening, green fly ticket. Let's go. Quick start. Okay. 
I think that's all the questions. That's all the questions. Can I, can, can, can I just, um, someone's just messaged me, me something and I feel I really need to um, I say it. So uh, Tom Lawrence, uh, CL underscore Tom nine, Lawrence. Which one? 908. No, not that Tom Lawrence. Oh. Has, I'd, I'd, I'd messaged Matt Ugler saying, uh, I really, really want you to succeed. And Matt Ugler has replied, let's all get behind the team Saturday and Tuesday and make Hewis Park a fortress. Then next year, we are going up, screenshotting. And whoever has sent me this has screenshotted it. Matt, you've done this to yourself, mate. You've done this to yourself. That is a bar. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. He's only got it. done it. Remember how Jurgen Klopp told all of them to get the uh, hotels booked in Istanbul? He's only got to done it. Have we got a book hotel in Istanbul? It's not where the playoff final's been held. Oh, okay. Oh. Where the final's been held if, next season. I don't want us to do it in the playoffs, please. What, are we going to win the league? We're going to win the league. <laughs> Crikey, we're upbeat, aren't we? It's been 90 minutes of actual positivity. Yeah. No one's yeah. going to listen. People only listen when we moan. Can I just say, the person who sent me this has put, is that Ben level of positivity? You are the <laughs> bar, go. but Ben Let's level go. of positivity. Let's go. Be more ugler. Come on. Let's go. Um, there's been a late quote coming, a late question coming oh, with okay. the hashtag uh, Stephen SW6 Haribo. What's your favourite quote from Maiden Chelsea actress Riley Ugler about her brother? I, I want to hear them, and I want Haribo to come on next week and tell us some Maiden Chelsea quotes because I've no idea. Never watched it. Never watched it. No. Proud of that. Proud to say I never watched it. Load of shit. Right. <laughs> right. Wow. That's our owner in law. Is it? Okay. You've done the stewardship. Yeah. <laughs> all aboard. Right. All aboard the stewardship. Uh right. We're we are upbeat. I'm okay with it. Oh, and go and listen to my interview with Andy Lindegaard. It all oh, yeah? in the mix. Yeah. It's been nice. I... People have said nice things. I don't like it when people say nice things. Go and listen to it. It's really good. And I don't want to say anything, but next month is an absolute humdinger. Let me tell you. Okay. And on that bombshell. All aboard the stewardship. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. 